This is the War Against Human Nature's final podcast. I'm Matthew Order. I'm Nick Cosgrove. I'm Stephen Guo. I'm Zhusan Hu. So I'd say, like, the importance of a leader is that they have to represent uh, the people's beliefs. So in the poem, it states, Our eyes need faces they can yearn on and trust. And I think this means that the leader needs to be, like, well-spoken and fair. But he also needs to voice everyone's opinions equally. So even the people who have less power, more power, everyone is heard and everyone gets a chance to, like, voice their opinions. Um, I would say a good leader can really benefit society, but on the flip side, a poor leader can really ruin society. Um, what do you think, Nick? Oh, yeah. Um, so personally, I think that, so like you, you mentioned, uh, like well-spoken and stuff. Personally, I think that doesn't like, it helps when you're a leader, but it doesn't really, um, sure. It helps convey your ideas pretty easily and helps. that doesn't necessarily make you a good leader it doesn't have to call it's just a good able to express what you're trying to say you know uh but what you said about the um what was it uh the representing everyone equally voicing everyone's opinions right that was a that was a good point whereas so like a leader needs to be able to hear everyone and make decisions based on what he or she thinks is right based on everyone's opinions and make sure that um, everyone is heard, as you're saying, even if you have less power, more power. Well, if a group has more power, just because they obviously they're going to have more power because majority and stuff like that. But you shouldn't give more. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, a good a good leader has qualities that they hear. But I feel like they could also that um, society's dependence on these good leaders is kind of kind of large too so like first pers- like um so in in the uh power really does go to your head by the uh ellie so i can't pronounce her name but the um it there's a study that showed that that people tended to corrupt themselves so they they would there's a pot of money and they would ask to distribute it uh, between people and they could distribute more to themselves or less and they tended people even the most honest individuals at the beginning towards the end started giving themselves more money so i'm saying like even though there's the risk of the like the benefit of the good leaders the risk of the bad leaders especially with the with the fact that that um corruption and uh our tendency to become corrupt is a, a really big risk depending on these leaders, you know? Yeah, I completely agree with that. Uh, What were you going to say, Stephen? I was going to say that um, listening to other people's, especially weaker groups' idea for a leader is really important. For example, in Book Warhead, Jeff Nixon wanted to speak to the leader, um, Mikhail Gorbachev, and although he didn't directly talk to him, he uh, directed Jeff to talk to another high official. And um, from that, Jeff may ended the nuclear war and saved the world. Yeah, Jeff- like the like the 
the high officials, like he was the the um the nuclear head nuclear scientist for um for Gorbachev, like he was second, right? So that was a pretty good position to be able to talk to. Even though he didn't talk to Gorbachev himself, you know. Yeah, that just helped a lot. Yeah, it was really selfless of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really selfless of Jeff to choose to use his gift as a, a way to help stop nuclear warfare between the United States and Russia. That was very mature of him, even though he's only a teenage boy. What were you gonna say, yeah. Nick? I was I was gonna tie. You know, so we're talking about Gorbachev and like the, even though we're focusing on Jeff, I was think about tying in Gorbachev to what I was saying. So like poor leadership, you know how each, like the, imagine if a poor leader, like they have control over the entire nuclear arsenal, this press a button. If a poor leader, he could literally end the world in a second just because he's a bad person and bad leader. Like, I feel like that's a huge risk to have in society and we're depending on that. I mean, there's a lot of other checkpoints, but literally that thing they could do like, I'm not trying to get like political with this, but like if uh, like Trump or Biden or whatever, I'm being neutral, um, like gets angry at something or whatever and accidentally fits a rage, orders nuclear missiles, we would destroy that entire country and they would destroy us. And like effectively like nuclear. And I really think that Jeff as a good lead, like a good leader, even though he's young, he still possessed the, the, the qualities to actually go and try to change things, you know, especially because he was dying. I think it was really great for him to go and try to change, you know, like, um, it's, it's good also to show that, uh, that he stepped outside his allegiance to his government and as well as commitments to his rule, just because like he, like, even though the, our country wanted to, be in that nuclear conflict not wanted to be in the conflict but they were still like at aren't like pointing at each other right us and russia jeff showed the leadership qualities and he as an individual stepped outside of the commit of the uh their allegiance to society so nick how would you recommend that we choose leader differently because right now we have like a voting based system so yeah, that's honestly a really good way especially maybe not electoral college because that gives the this is political but uh because that gives a lot of uh state like uh people in smaller states more power instead of equal divided between people with the popular but i i'm not a really political person i'm just trying like i don't know any solution for that we're just gonna have to deal well because you mentioned like in russia more maybe we should have more uh uh checks on them you know then that's gonna be hard because then you limit what they can do if they're a good leader you know but so what were you saying yeah i agree but like i was saying like the leader in russia uh that's like a dictatorship so that's definitely not the way to go because then the people's voice is not heard at all it's completely random so i think like do you believe that all countries should do democracy similar to the united states or should we all switch it up what do you think yeah so i was actually interesting doing research for this um i was looking at so my source for the the extra credit it was called the dictator's handbook and i watched a video on it and similar it was talking about how the only two stable uh like political systems at least it would be democracies 
on one side and then really, really bad dictatorships because the, there's just a, it's really complicated, but it's a really interesting look um, that the, um, it's all about getting reelected. Like that's the leadership. So they have to control, they have to control about where, um, where they like, it's called, they call it key positions of uh, like key supporters. And so in democracies, that's going to be like actual like voting people. So whereas in dictatorships, it's going to be like the rich people and like the, the corporations. And in between, like if you want to try to get over to democracy, there's going to be a revolution because you're going to have a point where your key leaders, your key uh, supporters are going to be unhappy. And then your people are going to be unhappy instead of having your key supporters have. Whereas... Whereas in a democracy, you're gonna have your people happy more than your more than the the rich people and and the corporations happy because they provide all the wealth and stuff. It's it's I don't want to get into too into that, but it's I feel like democracy is a good way to go. Yeah, that's a great point. What do you think, Zuzon? Oh, um, just have a question like, you, Nick, you think like there's like a perfect system of government? Uh, the I don't think there's a perfect system of government. That's why I was trying to say like. There's a really big flaws because we have big risks taking in leadership, you know, like we could elect a bad leader um, and they're going to bring us down. But then if we get a good leader, it's just going to we're still going to be stopped. Right. Like we can't. It's like I feel like the risks, there's like a huge risk. So you're saying that like we need to we need to. We need to take away power from the leader because a good leader only can help so much, but a bad leader can really, like, demolish a country. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I'm trying to say that, but I'm also, I don't, maybe a little bit more checks, but I feel like we need to take in consideration to who and what we're voting for in government. Even, like, local elections, we need to, like, really do our research. A lot of people just, like, oh, they just hear whatever they say, like, they hear whatever on the internet and whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm going to do that. But I feel like we needed to research and look at any side, any side that has an opinion, you know, like, like okay, look at this. Oh, I kind of believe this, but I'm going to read the opposing um, this, like this article who reads the, who talks about the opposing opinion and kind of weight the decision based on that instead of just saying, hey, I believe something because I saw it on the Internet. I'm going to vote, you know. Yeah, that's a great point. I would compare that to like how the children vote in Lord of the Flies. They don't really do their research at all. They kind of just side with Jack, even though Jack is probably not the better leader. Ralph wants to do rules and everything, but that doesn't make the children happy because they don't want to they want to have fun. So they all side with Jack, which is why I think children shouldn't be like used in politics because they're just too immature and easily manipulated and swayed. Yeah. Uh, I think that just goes with people in general. I don't think they should go and, like, just... Obviously, you said children go up, but I feel like uh, people in general are easily swayed, so I feel like we need to do that. So, like, uh, can you talk about how, like, maybe the integrity, like, and responsibility of the, like, the hunt... Like, you know how, like, they went... They sided with Jack because he had meat and he had fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he had, like, assets that Ralph didn't have, and it made the children's lives better temporarily, and it didn't help the community. So that's why the children, a lot of them sided with Jack, because he could make their lives better. But in the end, 
it really, you need a democracy to be successful. And that's why the Lord of the Flies fell into anarchy and complete chaos because there were no rules, no structure. Everything was just kind of out of control. So I think that there needs to be, there needed to be a better system in Lord of the Flies. I think in the beginning when Ralph was in control, it was pretty good. It was like, um, it was pretty good because Ralph was in control and the, everyone could be heard, which I think is good. Uh, what do you think, Steven? I think, um, I think, uh, individuals come in. Uh, so what were you like saying? about the question the main question i was saying that like just that the people are easily swayed based on what the leader can offer and not like what they'll do for the society yes there's like many uneducated people uh in the community and if they vote the wrong leader it is really like dangerous because the uh like society is really deeply dependent on a good leadership yeah, like, as I was saying, with, like, the risk and stuff, you know, like, if they voted on a bad, like, if the people that, like, we can, their dependence, you can also, like, they're, in, like, the leader offers something that they want, I mean, so you vote for them, but they're not really depending on, like, just because they're depending on the leader, oh, sorry, I'm phrasing this really wrong, uh, they, 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 they want something that's not particularly good for society, and so they vote on a leader that should get it because they're uneducated. And then the dependence on that leader makes society bad. You know what I'm saying? Okay, carry on, Stephen. Uh, yeah. So the next question, I think the the society is deeply dependent on individuals' allegiance and commitment to the rules. Um, for example, in the book Lord of the Flies, if Jack had kept the fire, uh, uh, without like letting it out. Um, all the boys could be rescued and safely and they can get on the ship and get home. But so like finally, uh, Simon would not have to die. Another example would be like during this COVID time, um, if we all just don't go out and don't like uh, put ourselves in risk and other people in risk, um, this COVID virus would just be gone. Well, yeah. yeah, that's a great point, Stephen. Like, if you really I think really about it, like the tie-in with the with the code and stuff. So, like, it, people depend on because if you don't, if you go, if you go out without a mask and go out and do stuff, then you're gonna be hurting other people, and it really depends. And then it shuts down the economy, and like, and those people go and spread it further, and then exponentially. And so, it really depends on like, and it and it hurts the because now we have to keep because now there's more cases, so we have to keep shutting down, it hurts the economy. So like, it, it really depends on personal reason, you know. Yeah, that's a great point because if you really think about it, I mean, we could really get rid of COVID if we all just stayed inside. But there's a few irresponsible people yeah. who aren't willing to do that. Like, if, like if you look at Japan, even though they weren't hard hit as hard as us and they don't have that much, but they ha already had a um a cultural a culture that normalized a lot of ma mask wearing no matter what, right? And they got rid of the virus pretty easily, I mean, even though smaller as well as like New Zealand, they had strict lockdowns and stuff. And so it was hard for people to like go out. And well, Nick, we, we have strict lockdowns too. It's just people aren't really following it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like, like, because the thing isn't the government, I would say controlling it, I would say it's the people not listening. I would say that's more the issue. I know. What do you think, Zuzan? Do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I'll just like 
find it interesting about like bad leaders how like I think they're one of their key characteristics is like they they seem to have more power by like abusing their privileges like um and they refuse to take responsibility and I think it's interesting compared to like usually good leaders like they consider a lot for the group so sometimes they might uh, seem to have less power but um usually they provide the most in the in the uh, in the community yeah so you, so you know how we're talking about like individual responsibility and integrity right that's just in the how like covid this situation if like that's just for the common purpose that person but remember like a leader is an individual and higher officials are individuals so if they don't follow the rules they have a lot of power that's a really big deal yeah this... so like corrupt corrupt leaders and stuff like as i was talking about earlier the risks you know yeah, I agree like uh basically societies and like individuals coexist and then like one idea is powerful enough to like shift the whole number to, like allow like let's say like a leader like a weak individual uh when compared against society society he may be really weak but if he has some like idea like and like in uh how to understand power by Eric Lil, uh it says that power is never static like yeah yeah growing number can compound and it can literally uh, be comparable to the existing society. So like, if you look at, I, I think a good, this is like reminded me of, of like Nazi Germany in like 1935 and stuff. The Nazi party was a really small majority in the beginning. Hitler came along. He wasn't like the founder or anything. He was a good public speaker and it turned to minority and he slowly gained power through speaking. And he, and then he, took charge and took and completely changed the entire nation as you can see with the with like world war ii and all of the like the holocaust it just changed everything and that's an another example uh so like what you were saying about uh how power is never static and, he, and like weak individuals can have power like he he used to be a lowly soldier in world war one hitler and he became literally like a dictator and you can also like uh do this with i was saying like the the risks as well as um, you can do um, the dependence on the leaders. Yeah, that, that's what I was like saying earlier with when I was saying that being well-spoken is a really important part because if Hitler wasn't well-spoken and he couldn't voice his own opinion, then yeah, no one would have followed him yeah. because if you have to be like confident, you have to be able to say your political views, that way people can either agree or disagree or they can make a decision on if they want to follow you or like how they feel about you. So I that's why I think you're... That doesn't make him a good leader. It just makes him a lot easier to get into power because... Well, I don't think if he, was, if he wasn't a good speaker, he wouldn't be a leader at all. Yes, yeah, it's, exactly. But it doesn't... It's not necessarily coincide with the fact that, like, you don't need to be a good lead. Like, it, it helps a lot to become powerful and get people on your side. But it does... It, like if you were put into like just say if a person who's good who wasn't well spoken was put into a position of power he can still do good for the for the society even if he's not well spoken you know i feel like it really helped it's like a really really big thing for a leader to have because it gains you followers e easily but can it can also allow people like hitler to gain followers really easily you know there's always that double side yeah, speaking of Hitler, I would say um, what race you are and what sexuality uh, you have does not matter, um, does not like really affect if you're a good leader or not. 
uh, for example, in the movie Boys Day, um, a party member who uh, identifies as black homosexual, he is a really good leader and he manages to unite everyone together in spite of like all the um, obstacles and all the um, all the all his com competitors, all his uh, opponents. Yeah, I. Karen uh, Susan. Yeah, you can go. Okay, uh, I'll just I was just adding. So like my brother did Boys State for California, like two years ago, and so it I thought it was really fascinating how the shift between a lot of power. He didn't. He wasn't. He was just like a police chief, but he wasn't. But he was just some stories and stuff that he had in. It was really cool how like like these these boys like our age a, a little bit older than us actually but can have like in this society it was actually like almost mirrored what society looked like at least if it was ruled by seven like the opinions of 17 year olds and stuff obviously older people are gonna have differing opinions because generation gaps and stuff like that uh but yeah i just thought it was really interesting you, you can carry on susan Oh yeah, like I'm just gonna add on to like Hitler point, like like the master race idea, like already existed uh, way before Hitler come came to power. Like, I think the uh, the reason he he actually brought into like place to unite the people is like because of his own characteristics. Like he's like he has a clear vision of what he's gonna do what, when if people follow him, and then uh, he wants to execute it like uh, with without false promises. Like even if it's like more. Uh, even if some people think he's like incorrect, they can be influ influenced because he uh, also appealed to their emotions, and then like yeah, that helps him. Yeah, that's really true. Like he he knew what he did, like, and like I feel like that's a quality of that a leader should have, and not necessarily it could be used for bad. Obviously, we're talking about Hitler here, but like he was clear, he was precise, he knew what he was doing, he knew he was gonna get done. And yeah, went, I mean, Hitler may Even not... he was immorally wrong. Yeah, exactly. And I completely agree. Hitler may have been, like, so, like, immorally wrong, pol terrible political views, etc. But he was a good leader. He was able to unite the people together and form very strong opinion people in his favor, which is what made him so powerful because it was pretty much a cult following him. So that's what made Hitler have so much power because everyone believed every word he was saying, like he was some sort of god, rather than just like a normal human being, like he was. Yeah, like the the society dependence on these leaders. You know, I was saying like the risks earlier. You know, you could depend on what you think is a good leader because at the time they thought he was a like the best guy ever. He was saying like a god, right? Uh, it depend like they thought he was he was good, even though he was obviously wasn't but he, they just thought that so they depended on him and then he changed the country horribly you know because he was a really bad person because it's literally hitler but yeah i think it's like that dependence is a really scary thing it could go both ways it's like a double-edged sword you know yeah i completely agree so yeah this was the War Against Human Nature. I'm Matthew Warder. I'm Nick Osgrove. I'm Stephen Guo. And I'm Jusun Hu. Thank you for listening.